Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight-up business advice. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford. Nice to have you here. Welcome to our new listeners. Uh, love to hear from you. If Wherever you are in the world, whatever you're taking from this podcast, uh, yeah, reach out, send us a DM, leave us a review on iTunes, always down for it. Uh, would love to hear how it's helping. It honestly makes my day. So yes, please do. And today I'm going to jump into a little bit of a pep talk here. And I know that I use the the saying a lot, and if you've followed us for a while, you will know that I love the saying, just start. <laughs> and I cannot stress this enough, and it sounds so simple and cliche, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a background into why I give that advice over and over again. So a recent study found that 92% of people don't achieve their New Year's goals. <laughs> pretty wild, but also pretty accurate, right? Like there's plenty of things that I've set out to achieve and haven't quite done. The danger with this that I have found, and I was sharing this with our Mindset Shift crew last week in our mindset shift course is that on the scale of change and I can do a whole podcast episode on that there's five stages of change where we have pre-contemplation then we contemplate change and then we start preparation stage of change we move into action and then maintenance and it's most people think it's a bit of a linear scale right you go through one step into the other but it's very common for people to be like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to make change. So they're pre-contemplating. They know that they want to start a business or, you know, have a morning routine, whatever it is. And then they maybe do a few things. They move into the contemplation stage. Maybe then they go, cool, this is what, you know, start prepping for a business and what that would look like. And then we often jump into action, which sometimes does and doesn't work. And lots of different factors can impact that. Sometimes it's circumstances, motivation, money, time, all sorts of things, right? The danger is that most people, once they start out and they maybe don't get all the way through, they're not maintenancing, they don't get to the maintenance stage, then they start to beat up on themselves and go, oh my God, I'm, I'm horrible, or I can never do this, or I'm not good enough, or I procrastinate, or, you know, I just can't do it. And instead of realizing that the change cycle or implementing a new habit actually is a, a, a bit of a spiral that we sometimes go down, sometimes we go up, they just kind of throw themselves out of the cycle altogether and give up. If you're feeling like you're in that stage, go back and find out confidence and self-belief. <laughs> or I think there's probably an imposter syndrome episode somewhere. Um, and get yourself back on the horse and give it another crack. Because the trick is to keep going back with what you've learned from the wins, the losses, the setbacks, the ups and the downs. And not kick yourself out of it altogether. So if you feel like you've just given up, Go back and get some confidence and self-belief and also just give yourself some grace and know that most people who set out to achieve something don't do it in the first go and it takes repetition time and time again. 
So it is possible and, um, you know, it, it's statistically proven that implementing a new habit or going after a dream or goal is very hard work, but it doesn't mean it's impossible. It means that you just can't beat yourself up about not getting it the first time. So I'm going to give you some hacks about getting started and staying in the cycle, staying on, staying the course and keep going until you see your dreams and your goals come to reality. Okay. The first step is you really want to understand why you are doing this. Why do you want to start a business? Why do you want to grow a business? Why do you want to sell a business? Why do you want to hire people or work with a certain client and really start to connect with how it will make you feel and visualize it and feel it and hold those emotions in your body and get super clear on the end goal. I've seen this time and time again in myself and in my clients and my friends and my family. When you want something bad enough, you will make time, you will work hard, you will make sacrifices, you will find money, and you will grind away until you see it come to fruition. The example I'm sure I've used many of times is visualizing my book, How to Start a Side Hustle, if you haven't got it already, go find yourself a coffee. But when I knew I had a month left, particularly the last month of writing, and I had to put my head down and get the words out, get the editing done and meet a deadline, it was took everything in me. I was up early, I was writing, even when I didn't feel like it. But I knew the feeling, I I had already visualized and seen and connected to the feeling of seeing that book on shelves, of seeing it in people's hands, of hearing how it was helping people. And that drove me. I want that like took me beyond the pain of 4 a.m. mornings or eight hours at a desk or the the self-doubt of thinking that I couldn't do it. So feeling that real purpose of that end goal, what is it that you're you're out to achieve? How is it going to change your life and what is it going to do for you? And connect as deeply as possible to that emotional state. I heard this really good quote recently and it was something along the lines of grinding without a purpose just equals dust. So if you have a stone and you're just grinding away at it, then eventually you'll grind it into nothingness, right? But if you have a stone and you have a clear outline of what you want to grind or carve out of that stone, then the grinding all of a sudden has a purpose and you will sit down to grind because you know the shape that you're looking for. You know what the end goal is going to be. So rather than just sitting down at your desk with your to-do list, hustling away because that's what you think you have to do, sit back, go through your to-do list and be like, what is the purpose for everything on this to-do list? What is the outcome? Because all of a sudden it brings your to-do list to life. It's no longer just I have to sit at my to-do list. It's if I sit down and do this, then I will get to, I will see this outcome or I will, you know, for me, it's like when I want to take a weekend or a day off, it's get through all the urgent things on your to-do list so that you can actually truly relax tomorrow without the guilt. Or if I want to, you know, for me also writing the mindset shift, it was like, I'm so ready to teach this new content and excitement. 
And I found myself sitting at my desk on a Sunday studying research papers for six hours straight when the sun was out and just loving it and completely lost in time. But because I was so excited to share the mindset shift. So first step is why are you doing it? And then really visualize it. Really, really go there. What is the emotional state? How is it going to feel? How will your life be different? How will people respond to you? What opportunities will open up? You have to crave that end result so much that whatever the work is going to take to get you there becomes irrelevant. You have to want it so bad. And if you're finding yourself, and I've been here before, where your to-do list isn't totally lighting you up, sometimes that's time to take a step back, zoom out and go, what do I actually really want? Because sometimes we, yeah, it's really easy to get caught up in putting things on the to-do list because it's what we think we're meant to be doing or, you know, an old goal or an old dream or an old visualization of our life. So if it's really not lighting you up and you're not being inspired, then reassess your dreams and your goals. We actually have a five-year plan and business goal setting webinar on our website. So if you're feeling uninspired, it might be time to go back to that and reassess uh, what your goals and your directions are. And then you also want to prioritize, right? So that's another thing that I find is like, you know, I had two examples of this week, this week is, uh, my little sister was messaging me on Sunday and I mean, she should just be on the podcast. I talk about her that much, but, um, and was like, I'm studying on a Sunday afternoon and, you know, finishing her teaching degree. And I was like, I can't believe you're studying. I couldn't think of anything worse. And then I was like, well, that was her, her dream and her goal and her priorities and her values are to finish her teaching degree so she can also go back to work and provide for her family. And so this thing came over her where she was like, I just need to finish this degree and was found the time, even though she has four kids and, you know, did it on a Sunday and sacrificed, you know, being out socializing. And I reminded myself that that is her core value, right? That she's got a strong why behind that. If you told me to study, I mean, something that I wasn't interested in, then I'd be like, oh, I can't believe you're doing that. Another friend, Daisy, who's also on this podcast, is working on a new project right now and has just been messaging me every day, like how much she's hustling towards it when I haven't felt motivated at all. And again, I had that realization of like, These people who, when you connect to something that lights you up and that is that passion and that why inside of you, and it has an end goal in mind, then people rise to a superhuman level. So if you're feeling like that's not you right now, it might be a good time to reassess, you know, what's on your to-do list. And also just, is your business model still lighting you up? It's so okay to go back to the drawing board and be like, you know, what, what do I love about my business? What don't I love? And what, you know, maybe I can let go of, or maybe I need to pivot and shift or completely let go of things altogether. And then the next thing I I have been practicing, especially in lockdown is to just do one thing every day. So the whole idea about, you know, you read it time and time again on these inspirational blogs or morning routines of successful people is, get up and make your bed and have a morning routine. 
It's not necessarily about the time that you get up or it's not necessarily about what is in your morning routine. It's about taking action from the moment you wake up. So it could be something as simple as I'm going to, when my alarm goes off, I'm just going to get up. I'm not going to press snooze or I'm going to make my bed or I'm going to exercise. Or for me, I put my pods next to my bed and I just get straight to my meditation. The idea is that when we wake up, we have spiked cortisol levels and our cortisol levels are spiked, which means that we have more energy in the morning and we're coming out of that REM cycle. So when you start that day with a bit of extra motivation and you add to it by achieving something, by saying, I'm going to do this one thing when I wake up in the morning and you do it you get a reward chemical in the morning. You get to you get dopamine released. And when the dopamine gets released in your body, you feel good. And then you're motivated to do the next thing. You're like, wow, that felt great. I'm going to do another thing, right? So it's a way to hack your biology and your personal internal motivation in order to then gain momentum throughout the day. I personally love getting up really early in the morning and smashing out to-do lists and things before, you know, my emails start blowing up at nine or whatever. Um, So writing the momentum of the things that make you feel good in the morning, whether that is, you know, writing a blog, recording a podcast, um, not necessarily the small little details, unless smashing your inbox and getting rid of all the emails, unread emails or whatever, um, is something that you're like, cool, I really want to get that done. But try and ride um, creative, inspiring things that really light you up and feed your brain as well because, um, yeah, that's it's such a potent time in the morning. Um, but know that, you know, sometimes it does really take setting up an external trigger like putting your pods next to your bed or your exercise gear out or just telling yourself the night before, when I wake up, I'm not going to press snooze. And just that's one small promise you can make to yourself, right? And then it's an achievable task. Once you do it, the dopamine gets released and then you're more likely to ride that momentum throughout the day. So even though you might not feel like it, committing to one small thing that feels achievable and achieving that is the only thing you need to focus on because over time you'll be able to build on that. And I learned this recently as I started writing content um, in longer form again for the first time since finishing my book. And I sat down to write and it just all came back to me. I went into this flow state. I was, you know, I could notice how my writing was better um, and I was just disciplined and I, it, it just all started flowing out of me. And I had this realization that the repetition of writing the book from the last time was now in, embedded in me. It was instilled in me. And I pushed through those hard days and because I saw the end goal and now it is a learnt skill that I have access to inside of me. And I really felt passionate about that. I was like, people need to know this. It works. <laughs> so the when you just make those small promises over and over again, it doesn't need to be like writing a book. It's just like, what is the small promise? Because you also then teach yourself, hey, I said I was going to do it and I did it. 
And then you can build on that. So it might be as simple as, you know, making the bed or a 20 minute meditation or not hitting snooze. And then eventually over time, you build that trust with yourself. You build the self-confidence and then you look at your to-do list and you're like, I know I can get this done because I've proven to myself that when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And you'll also have the deep sense of why you're doing it as well. And then my final tip for maintaining the momentum is to focus, to manage your focus, not your time. So it is especially during lockdown when we have less and less um, stimulus, stimulus and access to different environments and different ways of living life. When you're able to just sit down and give good amount of focus to tasks, it is better than sitting and working for eight hours because A, the brain will get fatigued, but also you're going to be do better quality work if you go, I'm going to sit down and smash out these tasks because they're going to get this result in the next two hours than to sit down and try and sustain an energy level with, you know, all distracted focus for eight hours straight. So time block and give yourself chunks of time where you are not distracted and you will be more likely to get a result and actually do what you say you're going to do and therefore feel better about yourself, your ability to get shit done, your confidence um, and then you'll, you know, also don't forget to celebrate that, you know, break it up. So two hours of emails. Okay. When I've done that, I can clock off for the day or I can finish reading my book or I can go on the walk or whatever it is. So focus, manage your focus, not your time, because, um, there's a lot of really great research, which I can do another episode on, but if you want to look it up, um, the flow research collective, do some great stuff around that. Um, and just, you know, there's a lot of research and science around how, when we manage, when we, when we just manage our time, then time will feel like it's just going so slow and our brains literally get fatigued. But if you actually just manage your quality focus, you're more likely to get results and you're more likely to stay on task and not feel like you've let yourself down or you haven't followed through and get into that self-doubt spiral and then just, you know, forget about it. That's when the New Year's resolution doesn't happen, right? We go, oh, I really haven't done anything today. And then we spiral into self-doubt and negative self-talk. And then perhaps sometimes, and I see this, is that people go, I'm not getting anywhere with this. You know, let's just pretend I never had an idea for a business. Um, Yeah, so you want to avoid that. You want to stay in the game. You want to manage your focus. You want to get some results. You don't have to be an overnight success. I don't think anyone ever is. There's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of failure and setbacks. But the trick is to just start. Get in the game. Don't talk yourself out of it. Do one thing. Get some wins along the way. Maintain your focus and your motivation and ride the momentum of small little wins and repeat it over and over and over again. And whatever you do, don't give up. <laughs> um, there's, yeah, lots of research again, another podcast episode around, you know, it, it really is the people who show up time and time again and learn from the setbacks or learn from where we got distracted or didn't quite execute to the level we wanted to. 
Um, so hope that helps. Let me know how you go and um, yeah, get in the game, guys. Have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week. Thank you.